The Canadian Agri-Food Trade Alliance has unveiled new priorities and a refreshed brand. According to CAFTA President Dan Darling, the update is set to help accelerate Canada's pandemic recovery through increased market access and free trade. Included in those priorities is opening new markets for Canadian agri-food by prioritizing trade talks with the UK, ASEEN, and Indonesia, upholding the rules-based trading system, and strengthening the collaboration between industry and government to improve accountability and transparency. Darling said Canada's world-class agriculture and agri-food sector is reflected in CAFTA's refreshed brand and marketing material. A cooler spring is being forecasted by Environment Canada, which could offer benefits. Those colder temperatures could up out after much of the prairie saw a devastating drought in 2021. Agrologist Edgar Hammermeister explains how. Well, cool temperatures will have a little bit of a benefit in trying to protect the soil moisture, which is going to be so important for us to get our crops established. Hammermeister says a worst-case scenario for the season would be a warm spell, which could shock some plants as the weather cools back down. The USDA released its prospective plantings report Thursday. We get the details from Dan Bossy, president of Ag Resource Company in Chicago. This crop year, it looks like U.S. farmers almost totally responded to input costs, whether it be fertilizer, chemicals, or herbicides. And if you look at it, corn, of course, was the big loser. 89.5 million acres of corn is what the intentions showed us. Uh, that was down, you know, a little over 3.8 million acres from last year. The gains all went to soybeans at 91 million acres. And so when we look at combined corn and soybean acres, we're down about 100,000 from last year, which gives credence to that peak U.S. farmland theory that's going around. U.S. wheat acreage, 47.4 million, uh, was up a little bit from last year, but again, 400,000 acres below expectations. A class action lawsuit is being filed against the largest beef suppliers in Canada for allegedly conspiring to restrict competition and raise prices on beef sold in Quebec. The lawsuit, filed by the Below La Paul law firm on March 24th in Quebec Superior Court, alleges various companies acted together to restrict competition related to the production, supply, or sale of beef in the province since January 1st, 2015. The named companies include Cargill Inc., JBS Canada ULC, Tyson Food Inc., and National Beef Packing Co. LLC. The lawsuit is seeking financial compensation equal to revenues generated by the artificially inflated prices and it still has to be certified by a judge. According to the plaintiffs, the meat packing plants control 85% of the Canadian beef market and 80% of the U.S. market. For Golden West, I'm Scott Bolton.